If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is The Art of Awesome, episode number 57. Hit it! That's what I'm talking about! Wait! Okay now, from the beginning. Hit it, boys. Welcome to The Art of Awesome. My name is Nick Troutman, and I'm a professional athlete, entrepreneur, family man, and adventure seeker. My goal is to share with you stories, knowledge, and inspiration as we continue on the journey together, searching for that secret sauce to producing awesome results in everyday life. Thanks for spending some time with me today, and let's get to it. Welcome back, everyone, to The Art of Awesome. I am your host, Nick Troutman, and this is the show where we look for that secret sauce to success and the difference between the average and the awesome. Today is Friday, so that means we got another Friday fire coming at you guys. And if you guys haven't already, please go ahead and hit subscribe so you guys kind of stay up to date and in tune with our latest content. And you guys uh, will get our Monday episodes also as we uh, get to just talk with some incredible individuals in their own right and leaders in their own field. So stay tuned for Mondays as well. But today is Friday, so we've got our thought of the day coming at you guys. And first, before we jump into that, let's hear a quick word from our sponsors. Think about it. You've got some great photos on your phone, but what are you doing with them? If you don't have FreePrints yet, you've got to get it. FreePrints is a free app for iPhone and Android that lets you print all of those photos for free. You get 1,000 free 4x6 photo prints a year, and all you pay is a small shipping charge. You can even print photos at other sizes for next to nothing. Select the photos you want to print Choose the sizes, and you're done. Your premium quality prints will arrive on your doorstep in just days. FreePrints is one of the world's favorite apps. Download it now at FreePrints.com and start enjoying real, professional quality, free prints. No subscriptions, no commitments, just free prints. Again, go to FreePrints.com and get the app and your 1,000 free prints. So our thought of the day today is all about what to do when the situation is at its worst, per se. Essentially, when there's no good options available. When life is good and easy and you've got you know a, de- a decision between two great options, Yes, it can be difficult to make a decision, but there's still two great options. What do you do when you're in a corner and you've got a whole bunch of bad options in front of you? 
And the idea behind this is what is the least worst decision? What is the least worst option? Because not always is it great opportunities available. Not only is it great options that are in front of us, sometimes we're in situations where it's, you know, unfavorable opportunities, unfavorable options, and a decision has to be made. So we need to take on the responsibility of determining the least worst option. I've seen this personally myself uh, on the river sometimes when you can be at a rapid, you can be at a situation where pretty much, you know, shit hits the fan and you've got to react and act quickly and you have to analyze the situation clearly and figure out, okay, none of these options are great. What's going to be the least worst option? For me, uh, one situation that really comes to mind when I think of like picking the least worst option is when I ran this rapid and long story short, ended up in a side surf in a low head dam. Uh, it really wasn't a good situation at all. I quickly realized and analyzed how bad the situation was and it could have gone downhill really quickly. And my options were to try and fight my way out of it, which I knew would take a lot of energy and was unlikely to gain any sort of um, successful exit out of the Lowhead Dam because there was a massive backwash recycling back into it. And I was locked into a side surf. It, like nothing really was going to happen. Uh, the other option was to swim out of my boat. Now, swimming out of my boat into a low head dam also isn't a great option um, and very likely to result in body recirculation. So I quickly had to realize, okay, like neither one of these options are good. What's the least worst option and where am I going to gain my my greatest likelihood of success. Uh, what I ended up doing, and this all happened within like a span of, I don't know, maybe five seconds. I was trying to analyze and, and react very quickly to the situation. But essentially what I was able to do was come to the um, realization that swimming out was really going to be my only exit strategy. And even though that there was another waterfall downstream and a whole bunch of other rapids and swimming wasn't great, but it was my best exit strategy. And to further the likelihood of success with that, I realized what I needed to do was I needed to just not swim out of my boat. I needed to jump out of my boat to try to clear the backwash and, and have a greater uh, likelihood of making it through the backwash and not getting recirculated back into the lowhead dam. So to do that, I was I pulled my legs and my feet up onto my seat while my skirt was still on the boat. Once I was ready to pounce out of the boat, I pulled my skirt, dove out, and just started swimming as hard as I could. Long story short, everything worked out the way I kind of wanted it to. Um, I was able to get to shore. I was extremely shaken after the fact, um, and it took me a little bit to kind of get over that, but essentially, you know, Everything worked out. I'm still here today. Nothing really went that wrong. But what happened was that least worst option decision-making skill. And that's something that is never fun to do, but something that we all need to uh, learn and all need to utilize in those kind of worst case scenarios. 
Another situation that I've had recently that's more related to business and less like life-threatening was with a business and brand that I work with and they essentially were trying to determine which product to manufacture. They had two products available. Both of them were pretty pretty similar and in line with the margins that were going to be made. So the money would be about the same either way. But it had to come down to they only had a certain uh, amount of manufacturing time available. Which one were they going to do and which one were they going to have to not do? And in that situation, somebody is always going to be let down. There are dealers or customers um, that wouldn't be able to get that product because the manufacturing time would be put in one situation versus another. So what I was trying to help them realize, well, okay, morally, where is your brand image at? Um, If the money is going to be the same either way, what are the dealers and customers that you would rather be keeping happy? And where is the business that is going to be needed or most affected later on in life, further on into the future because of this decision? When you kind of analyze it in that regard and you, you go deep into the future and kind of step your way back, it's really quick to realize what might be the right answer and what might be the direction to go. So when you guys are put into a situation that is unfavorable, because that's going to happen at some point. Uh, in your life. I mean, life can be rough at times. We just had 2020. I think a lot of people kind of got thrown into the gutter on that one. And sometimes you're just forced into making decisions that aren't easy. Uh, Another, I mean, just think about like our government officials, whether you like the decisions that they made or didn't make, Either way, they were ha- they were forced into making a hard decision. Do you shut down the economy or do you risk people getting sick? Do you close sm- small businesses? Do you print money? Do you give money? I mean, there was a whole bunch of situations where they had to make decisions. And again, I'm not trying to say one's right or wrong. I'm not trying to say which way I would go or wouldn't go. I'm just trying to say everybody in life is forced into situations at one point or another where there's an unfavorable situation and you have to make a decision and neither one are great decisions. Neither one are one that you want to really necessarily take. But what's the least worst decision? That's what we need to come to the conclusion of. And the way to do that is to go into the future, think back a couple steps and realize like, okay, if I was to extrapolate both decisions farther down the line, which one's going to be worse off, right? If, if I, back to my kayaking, it was quick for me to realize, like, I don't want to swim. Swimming in this situation is really unlikely to have a successful outcome. I would much rather stay in my boat and fight my way out of it. But what I realized was trying to fight my way out of that hole was way more unlikely than swimming out of the hole. And two, I was going to lose a lot of energy And if I was going to eventually swim out anyway, I was going to need all the possible energy that I could have to get out of that hole. So I I extrapolated both options further down the line, realized which one was the least worst, and then backtracked and then went in that direction. So when you guys come to these situations, remember, think what is the least worst option and go with that. And remember, you know, in a situation like that, 
when both options are unfavorable, make the decision, stick with it, and just go with it. Because you never know. Maybe later on down the line, you might look back and be like, well, maybe I should have done the other one. You know what? That happens too in life. But I think sometimes it's better to just make a decision and go with it than to stay in that analysis paralysis mode and wonder, which one should I do? This, what if this happens? What if that happens? Make a decision, run with it, and just go with it. Anyway, guys, that is my tip of the day, thought of the day, a little Friday fire for you guys. And being that we're talking, um, you know, least worst decision, and we talk about how, you know, in 2020 and with this global pandemic, governments have got hard decisions to make. I thought I would leave you guys with this quote by Winston Churchill. And it goes, democracy is the worst form of government, except for all the others. So just remember that, guys, when you're put in a situation when none of the outcomes are great, go with the least worst. Anyway, thank you guys so very much for listening. I honestly hope you guys got some value out of this as that's my whole goal with this show. If you guys did, I highly encourage you, please share it out with someone. If you feel the need to throw it up on your social media, great. That would be amazing. If not, just maybe text it to a friend. Show it, uh, show it to someone when you guys are in class or at work or um, maybe just in the car running shuttle, something like that. Just kind of, if you could help share this with one other individual, that would be all that I'm asking for. And thank you for everybody who has shared it in the past. And again, I'm, I'm still asking if you guys could do that for every episode that you get value for, because my whole goal is to just share as much information and knowledge and experience as I can with you guys. And again, very thankful for all of our guests that come on our show and share their years of experience and knowledge as well. So just trying to help build our community and our collective together. Thank you guys so very much for listening. I'm Nick Troutman signing off, wishing you all an awesome day. Cheers. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.